Welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast, your number one source for all things entertainment. Join host Marco Mazzola and his fellow ranters as they sound off on the latest movies, TV, and the world of entertainment. Now, here are your ranters for the hour Marco, Mila, Larry, and Bruno. Hello and welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Marco Mazzola, and I want to welcome you to our Car Ride Home review of The Full Monty at the North Shore Music Theater in Beverly, Massachusetts. Tonight we have Amy. Hello, Amy. Hi. And, of course, we have Sam. Hello, Sam. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. All right, so we're just leaving the parking lot now. We're into our famous Car Ride Home, and let's see how this goes. Keep your fingers crossed, everybody. So, Am I holding it in the right spot? You are holding it in the right spot. Just make sure awesome. you're holding it to everybody's face, whoever's talking. Okay. That'll be fantastic. Okay. okay. And I will start yep. the drive home as awesome. we do this. Okay. So let's go around and hold it. There you go. Perfect. Let's go around the uh, car and give us our first um, you know, overall review, or knee-jerk reaction, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, to the full Monty that we saw tonight. Amy, do you want to start? Sure, I can start. Life. I can start. Um, I wasn't really sure what to expect with this one because it's, I mean, I've, I've seen the movie. Yeah. So, and I, a long, long time ago, but, um, and, and I knew like that in the movie it was, you know, six, you know, down on their luck guys who've been fired and they decide that they're going to strip to make some money because they can't find any jobs where they live. Right. So I wasn't sure how they were going to accomplish this whole full Monty deal on stage. But they did it, and they did it tastefully and well, and we'll with no... We'll jump to the end. But yeah. I really... The there. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I found it actually very, very funny. Yes. Um, it was a lot... It was a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be. For something about um, people who are, like, desperate and out of work and... Um, there were a lot of really funny moments and there were a lot of moments that I thought were very heartfelt and, and, you know, worked to help, you know, make the story feel real and genuine and not just like a farce. So I really enjoyed that as well. Sam, what about you? I went into this very skeptical. Um, I thought that it could go either one of two ways. Either we could really enjoy it or I was going to be sitting there and cringing the whole night. And I'm pleasantly surprised that they did it in a very tasteful way, but also that I was laughing throughout the entire thing. And Marco, what about you? So I've seen the movie, like you said, Amy. And as most of our listeners will know, I've seen a movie with this movie with my mother. It was the first time I saw this movie. Shocking. Not shocking at all. Um, so obviously knew what the story was. What the end result was going to be, like you, Amy, I was wondering how they were going to pull it off. Um, I had talked to Mike beforehand. He said it was very tastefully done, so I was secure in that. Um, Like you, I found it absolutely hysterical. It was way more comedy than I thought it was going to be. And I'm definitely going to put it out there. It was a hell of a lot funnier than the movie was. Oh, I agree. A lot funnier. I love the movie, but the comedy in this one, whether it's, you know, obviously the change in the scripts and... Uh, the actors themselves, um, which we'll get into, I found the comedy even better in this one. I, I laughed my ass off the whole time. I was, you know, cringing, you know, in the way, it, just because it's just, just the subject matter. But, you know, you guys, you both were looking at me like, what the hell is going on with his face most of the time? But overall, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I would see it again. I'm still mm-hmm. not going to bring my mother or your mother to go see it. No, I agree with that. Um, I found this to be... 
and I don't have another word for it, so I'll just more genuine than the movie. And I don't know what it like. It just it felt more heartfelt. I think there was really excellent chemistry, particularly between the two, um, between Jerry and Dave. They yeah. were, you know, the chemistry between them was really good. Um, I think that they really they worked really well together. You could believe that they were lifelong friends. Mm -hmm. um, and also, I really liked um, both of the wives. I liked Georgie and... Yeah. Pam. Well, and, no, not Pam. Uh, Vicky Nichols. Vicky, yes. I was going to say Karen, and I knew that wasn't right. Yeah. Georgie and, and Vicky Nichols were hysterical as well. I really enjoyed that. I liked seeing Dave and Georgie's relationship and how they really yeah. wanted to support each other. Um, it was It was really nice. So... I think that the other thing that you can't get in a movie that you can really get in a live performance is vulnerability from the cast because they are out. Like, there is no barrier between you yeah. and the audience. It's not on film. They can't make edits. They can't airbrush anything. They can't edit stuff out. Like, you are live. You are putting your body live in front of other people, for better or worse. And you're embracing that. And I think that it was that vulnerability that gave us the buy-in. Hundred percent. If if you know uh, something happens, if a wardrobe malfunction happens in a movie, you can cut and redo. Uh, in a live performance, you cannot. Mm -hmm. It is just out there for everyone to see, uh, and that was a pun on purpose. Yeah. Well, because you're very clever. That's yes, and witty and urbane. Yeah, insane and irreverent. Yes, yes we covered this. <laughs> we have tonight. In fact, May, yes, we did tonight. Actually, we covered it in tonight. In fact. So let's talk about the North Shore Music Theater for a minute. We know we love them. Mm -hmm. We go through this every time. Jewel of the North Shore. Um, we go <laughs> Stealing Billy's words. Well, he's not here tonight, so we're going to... But he'll yeah. be here for the Elvis review. Well, of course he will. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful theater. It's so easy to get to. We love going there. It's just wonderful to sit down in that theater in the round and, and see everything from all the different angles and how they use the sets and the lighting and everything mm -hmm. else. And... Some really nice people tonight. Yeah. Yes. We met some lovely, lovely we did. people around we us. We made some, some friends in the audience. We did. That was very enjoyable. As, he counted my, as, I, as I was counting my Twizzlers. You all, like, this is marriage, okay? <laughs> you count out Twizzlers, <laughs> all right? If you've been married or you are married, you understand. Yes. They was, understood perfectly they, they exactly really what was happening. They really did. Exactly what was happening. So, but the other thing I have to say, and I don't know, I think this was the barest set that they've had. I was going to mention that. And yet I didn't, it worked. Yeah. It worked. They had some windows hanging around. There was the full Monty sign. And most of it was just like, you know, pieces on the stage. Yeah. And it's, I, I love it. Although getting that car, no. getting half a car up there is not an easy feat. That like they did that quite well. That was impressive. So, to to give some context, you want to give a little context to the car, Samantha. So the character who was played was Malcolm, who was played by Brendan, who did an absolutely amazing job. Um, was down on his luck, going in thinking about committing suicide, and he comes across Dave and Jerry in probably one of my favorite songs, where they just talk about you know we're real friends, we'll kill you, don't worry about it. It was amazing. And getting half a car on stage is not an easy feat. The song, for those of you interested, is called Big Ass Rock. Big Ass Rock, that's right. And I have to say that as someone who, I'm a therapist, right? And like I, I deal with stuff like this all the time. <laughs> yeah. 
I laughed the whole way through the song. I like it was not. Laughing. No, and it was because it wasn't like it was clearly a farce, and it was clearly not like, you know, clearly it wasn't meant to be taken seriously. They were trying to help the guy out. Yeah. You know, and they were trying to point out to him like how absolutely ridiculous this was, and that they, you know, they wanted to help him out. Yes. So you. Know, and they felt bad for him. So you know, which I, which you know, you can appreciate, right? Definitely. So the. You know, when you you watch these guys and you watch the evolution throughout the show, not just of their relationships, but as they, you know, become who they are. Because I think Malcolm's got some complicating factors as well, right? Like, go ahead. Although Malcolm's dancing was quite nice, Brendan also made sure to stay up on his supporting leg whenever he was doing some turns. It was really well done. And the physical comedy aspect of it, too people knew how to move their bodies in a way that was awkward but also funny and engaging and that was very nice to see. Smith is our dance critic. Yes. Our, our resident dance critic. We have a lot of different... Yeah, uh, we have a different expertise. I don't say that... Yeah. yeah, no, we do. Meant to be derisive, no, not exactly. We always yeah. do, right? Yeah. Billy's our music director. Yep. Bruno's, sure. Bruno's our physicist. Yes. Larry's our resident grump. Uh, and, and, and price cost. checker. Yes. And price cost. checker. Um, right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mila gives us usually the female and younger perspective on movies, so it's nice to have a well-rounded group. What do we think of the costumes? So this is another one where I felt like everybody just wore their own clothes, which is not a bad thing. Like, yeah. it fit. It fit. Degree, yeah. I would have made two different shoe choices for a couple of the ensemble members who were doing some dance moves. Um, seeing them in flatter shoes... In one dance section where they actually were able to stay on the beat a little bit better and not fall out of their turns was very nice to see. So I probably would have taken um, two of the ensemble members out of their heels. Um, but other than that, the dancing was just throughout. They were very together and very on point. It was very, very nice. I like it. Yes. You like it? I do. I do. I, you know, I don't know the first thing about dancing. So Me either. It's nice to get that refreshing look. I only know what I I only know what I learned through her. Yeah. Exactly. Growing up with her. Hundred percent. So let's talk about the music overall. Uh, I feel like you know a lot more obviously than the movie. Yeah. Um, but, oh yeah. You know, being as a musical. Um, what was your favorite numbers? I think you already kind of already said though. Me. Yeah. My favorite number? Yeah. Jeanette's showbiz number. Oh yeah. Without a doubt, oh, that yeah. was my favorite. Oh, Jeanette. She's hysterical. She reminds me of a cousin of my mother's um, that, you know, she was always like, she's little and short like that and spunky with the short, with the short gray hair. And so she just reminds me of her and I loved her. She was hysterical and she was good support for them. Yes. She was really good support for them. She kept them in line. She um, worked them together and her performance was fabulous. She was hysterical. That show was my, that song was my favorite part of the whole show where she's dancing around and they've got the piano and of course I remember what Mike told us about the Carol King show so I kept thinking like I bet that's the empty piano yes that would be the empty piano and I'm sure the car is, uh, as well was gutted very well so they could easily move it on and right? off stage you know, I mean, and everything has to be light yeah. enough for them to be able to move easily for those of you who didn't listen to our Carol King podcast um, what are you doing? Go back you, and to it. okay go back and listen to it it's excellent but um, another show that we loved but they, you know, there's a lot of piano playing in that one, but they gutted the piano because, and none of us had thought about this, it's so heavy, how could they move it? Right. 
How could they move it around? So even though um. she knew how to play the piano and knew the notes to hit, mm -hmm. it wasn't active. It wasn't actually making the sound. And I'm sure it's the same tonight with Jeanette. Like, she right. certainly seemed to know how to play the piano, but... Well, the other thing with the car scene, they also had to make a way to make it seem like he was actually, like, having the, like, smoke and the smog go back into the car, so they had to have a way to do that inside with a smoke machine, but you never saw anybody, like, touching the car or physically no, working no. with anything, so it was really, really, like, it was seamlessly done. Even the people, even the people moving around, like, up on the catwalk and stuff, one time somebody caught my attention during the show. Once. And I think that's the first time that's happened to me there. You know, that I just, because, you know, they were moving the signs or whatever they were doing up there. And at one time, for whatever reason, I saw the guy. Um, but then I started thinking about, like, I've never seen that before. That's never happened before. Like, wow, they must really move around up there a lot. Yeah. And you never notice or see them. So, also, just another thing to think about. Yes, definitely. Um, what I, about you? What was your favorite song? Um, I, I have to say I probably liked Horse's song, even though, <laughs> even though it was the most disturbing for me. Uh, I, I gotta say, I really like that song. That would be Big Black Man. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, that was just hysterical. I didn't see it coming, you know what I mean, like to that degree. No. Um, the, the, so there was a lot to this performance. There's a lot going on. It's very adult-oriented, so like if you do go, there's definitely like, oh, you yeah. know, warnings. You know what I mean? There's warnings of like, you know, pro, you know, make sure that you understand that this is an adult theme show. So, oh, for sure. Yeah, it's not a kid show. <laughs> Don't bring the kids. Um, no, it's not sound of music. It is not sound of music. Um, so you know, there's there's a lot of swearing, obviously, and then there's you know, mostly a lot of undressed men who are you know a little bit covered until the very very end. Well, and there's lots of you know innuendo, yes. right? And and you know, jokes about sex or actual sex or yes. you know things like that. So yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and Jeanette's smoking a, a weed. She's smoking weed on yep. stage. I was obviously yeah. not really weed, but. Yes. Yeah, they probably don't want to get her high in the middle of a performance. I don't know how much that would affect her Fair. performance, you know what I mean? And especially having to do that every night. Yeah. Samantha, what was your favorite song? Big Ass Rock. So, the song about suicide. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. The song about suicide was your favorite song. Yes, yes it was. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's interesting. Like, I, there were, so... When you start the show, right, you've got these men, and they're like men, cavemen, men. Yeah, and they are like very. And they're, houses. you know, they're not, that's woman's work. I'm not going to be a cashier. And I was like, I was like, where wow. is this going? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I yeah. don't know about this. And then at the end, we have two of them who are gay and holding hands, yeah. and they're all like, oh, good for them. Yeah. So there's been some evolution there, which was very nice. It was very quick. But I enjoyed it over the time of the show. Yeah. You know, that was also very... Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. No, I didn't either, but I liked it. I enjoyed that. Yeah. It was a quick evolution. Well, sometimes evolutions are quick. Too many have to be the package to play. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I thought, like, a lot of it was... I'm going to need that. Oh, there you are. Welcome back to Marco. So I thought of a lot of it was um, uh, more original than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I liked a lot of the, um, you know, like I said, the humor was more than I thought it was going to oh, be. Yeah. The slapstick, there was more, like, physical comedy mm -hmm. than I remember there being, like, let's say, in the movie itself. Um, so that was that was impressive to me. Uh, I, again, I'll just go back to the fact that I did not expect, I did not 
know going into it. Even though I've seen the movie, I didn't know what we were going to expect to see tonight when we saw the play. So I was a little apprehensive. Out of all the performing, all the shows they've done this year, I think this is the one we were most apprehensive about going into it. Not that we didn't want to see it, but like it was the one we were most apprehensive to go and see. Because uh, obviously some of the other ones are just, you know, sort of more in our wheelhouse than the yeah. Full Monty was. Um, and I gotta, I gotta say, this is probably one of my favorites. Really? Yeah, it's one of my favorites. All right. I'd also like to give a shout out to the ensemble member, Namisa. Any sort of scene that she was in, or even if it was just like in the background making comments or singing, especially the dancing, she always caught my eye and I always knew that it was going to be a good or a funny line delivered very well timed if she was the one doing it. So that was also like... Normally, you don't, like, get sort of that connection with an ensemble member. They just kind of fade in and out because that's their job. But she's really stood out to me tonight, and that was really well done. All right, cool. Good to know. I like that. So let, let's quickly talk about, cause we can jump around, but let's talk about that very end shot. The very end when they actually go the full Monty. That was impressively done. Yes, I agree. Do we do we do spoil it? Well, I mean, no. we, we spoil anyway. So we if you listen, spoil, yeah. so if you don't want to know exactly what happens, jump, jump thirty seconds ahead yeah. and don't don't listen to it. But basically, five, four, three, two, one. Spoilers. Basically, as they t- they take off their start taking off their clothes, doing the dancing, they take off their underwear, they have their g strings, and they get up on the stage. They're in the center of the stage, and there are these like lights, you know, light bars yeah. all surrounding them essentially. So, and they have their hats on, you know, their, their policeman hats. Yeah. But as soon as they rip the G-string, the lights hit you in the face like yeah. a strobe. Boom. So it blurs out anything you can't see. It's so blindingly bright. And then they pull their hats, obviously, over their, you know, nether regions. You don't actually get to see. But they are full naked. Like, they are stark bollock naked. But by the time the lights dim again, like, so that you can actually see them, their hats are covering their... Yeah. The junk, and you can, and they turn around, and you see their butts, so you know they're not wearing like a, a nude yeah. G string or one of those things you would see like in a movie. What? They make sleeves though that just go on the front, yeah. so like they could have been wearing that, but like because of the lighting, none of us saw that. But like it does appear that they do go the full Monty. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I, like you I, don't. I'm, know. Gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and think that they do. I think that's impressive. Whether they did or not, I don't want to hear about sleeves. That is not a lot of coverage. All right? I don't care. I mean, that is not like, please. I'm saying that there is an entire role within the entertainment industry called intimacy coordinators who, like, they handle this type of stuff. Right. There's also people called fluffers. Have you ever heard about a fluffer? No, thank you. We don't need to discuss this right now. I have... I have, in fact, because you've told me. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, so I don't need to know that. Okay, no, well, nor does the world need that for posterity. No, we are not discussing that. All right, we're fine. turning the car around. Fine. Yeah, we're come turning back the car there. around. Don't make me come back there. I think that that was. I, I was. Yeah, I was really because in the movie, right? They're all like you just see the back of them. Yes. Right. So obviously, this is not an option here. Right. Because it's a theater in the round. Right. <laughs> Right? So the bright, you know, the strobe, which whatever else was going on, it blocked it enough that we were able to. I mean, just think about how many times they have to rehearse that with lighting. Yes. Sure. Like, that is just, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that, yes, that was quite, 
quite well done. Yeah, because they were, very well and done. at the end, like they draw it out because you're kind of like, will they or won't they? Yes. What are they gonna do? Right. They did it. They did it, and God love them. You know. Uh-huh. I mean, they pulled it off. They yeah. definitely pulled it off, and I thought they pulled it off very tastefully, very well done. Um, so yeah, I mean, it definitely, it's it's something I would definitely, like I said, I would go back to see again. Not take my mom. But I would, you know. I'm surprised. Oh, I'm, I don't know. I'm proud of you. I don't know. I, you know, I may or may not. I don't know. You know, I would definitely send her. You would send her. I would send my mom. I would definitely something she should see. You would not accompany her. I don't know. That's a question. That lead, I'm still on the fence on that one. And you know me, I can lay down on a fence. You usually do it face down first with your mouth open, closed. Anyway, the point is. Why do you say this stuff? <laughs> because it's the way. Yes, he can. I'm zany. I would not take our mother. I, I would just like to throw that out there. Are I would not take her? Are you sending her to go see it? No. Really? Oh, I think she would like it. I think she would. I'm all set. She's not a prude. My mother definitely you heard my mother talk, she's definitely not a prude. Yeah. I don't know. I think my ma would enjoy it. She would it's it's art. There's a lot of like I think that she would enjoy it. I just, I'd rather not. Are you imitating my mother on the radio? I don't know about that, Amy. I don't know. Oh, the cooing. Amy. What do you mean? They take their clothes off. No. Stop. Yeah. My mother would be swearing along right with them. So, you know, she'd be right there. Like digging her, digging her purse for dollars. We all come from different That's right. spectrums. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah, um, definitely. So, we talked about our favorite songs. Yes. Do we have a favorite character in the play? Yeah. Um, Sam, why don't you start on this one? I'm going to give it extra thought. All right. So, I've got two because Jeanette stole the show. Absolutely love her character, but I also want to give a shout out to the actress Sarah who played Vicky Nichols, just because she's her voice is so nice, and she just did such a good job embodying that character. And also, her dancing was really, really well done. She allowed to wear. She's allowed to wear heels. Oh God, yeah, she's fine. She's all right. She's all right. She's all right. So I, I, I love the way she embodied that character. I don't like that particular type of character. Yes. If that makes any sense. But her performance was spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if she's playing that type of person, then she she definitely hit it out of the park. Well, 100%. I don't think it necessarily meant to like her at no, the I mean, beginning. At point, at the beginning, no. But after afterwards, yeah, she definitely yeah. she definitely, you know, comes around and she's a much nicer, you know, you you see her yeah. better side and how much she really loves him. Yep. You know, I mean, truly loves him. It's not about the material stuff for her. Yep. So that's incredible. You know, it's, like it's the, nice to see that. So. Don't all the characters kind of go through that sort of arc, though? Because in the beginning, like, you get Georgie and Pam, who are just very one-dimensional, like, complaining about their husbands or complaining about their ex and bemoaning them. And then you sort of get that whole arc of the different relationships throughout the entire play. And you get sort of, and you get more of the feelings from Dave and from Lukowski how like they actually come around and they stop that sort of like big machismo like kind of toxic masculinity BS and then they embrace Malcolm and Ethan who are gay yeah. right. so I think that everyone kind of has that evolution they have some evolution yeah 
I, I think so. I think there's a lot, you know, there's definitely evolution throughout the entire play with most of the characters, and it's uh, it's nice to see. Um, oh God, what was the what was uh, Vicky's husband's name? Harold. Harold. Thank. Wow. Good brain fart. Harold uh, is definitely one of my favorite characters. He was in the movie too. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's definitely. I don't know why he's, he's stuck up. He's you know he's a bit prudish at the beginning, but he comes around and he you know he gets totally into it. You know what I mean? You don't think he's going to. He's definitely one of my faves. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, um, I don't know. He reminds me of Roger from Mad Men. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Right? Yeah. I've yeah. been trying to think of who that was all night. And yes. finally, like, put it together. Yeah, definitely. Oh, what a great show. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely seems like Roger. Um, what about you? Who's your Who's your favorite? Um, I'm going to go Jeanette. I really, really enjoyed Jeanette. I like Jeanette. I also ended up liking Jerry and Dave a lot more. Like, I always liked Dave. I ended up liking Jerry a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. I wouldn't say he was my favorite character, but... He grew up a lot, and I enjoyed that. Yeah. I think that that was very... It still it still bugs the crap. I mean, I knew it was coming, because like I said, I saw some of the movie, when he, like, bags out at the end, and then has to be talked back into it by his son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of... It's the show. It's the, it is the, it is the he thing. He needed a little dramatic yeah, he needed thing a little at the end. Thing, and the kid needs to be able to, you know, pick him back up, and, Daddy, I love you, and you're my favorite, and, you know, you're awesome, but you're being kind of a dick, so... Get back in there with your friends because this is, you know, you started this whole damn thing, you know, so you need to go through that. But yeah, I guilt trip Dave into doing it and then backed out yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Yeah, at the very last minute. I know. So that's a tough tough one for me. I don't know. I still liked it. Yeah, I still like it. I I know it's going to be there, but it's it's hard to watch that. It's hard to watch it because you want to get up and be like, slap him. What are you thinking? What are you doing? But I don't know. Overall, it's it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful play. It's a wonderful performance. I love the musical. I love the music. Talk about the music. Yeah. More than just your favorite ones. I mean. So I, the music was very. I I don't. It's not totally what you'd expect. Like I would never have expected a song like Big Ass Rock. Right. Right. Like I would never have expected a song like that. Or. There's definitely um, more ballads in there than I thought there would be. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think the way that they, like, make the connection, like, Michael Jordan's ball. Yeah. The way that they, like, be, are able to connect, like, how they should move and what they should do. Yeah. Um, I think that really, that really worked. Some of it was kind of, like, felt like almost, not, I mean, it dated, maybe dated, but, like, oh, yeah. knowing the audience that you're in, that, that that's there, who's going to go see this. Like, it's 2023, Michael Jordan hasn't played in a very long time. So, not that somebody wouldn't necessarily know who he is in this audience. Even you know who he is. Even I know who he is. Of course, he's Michael Jordan, but I'm old enough. But then they were like, when when the, when the, the stuff was being repossessed, and they took the VCR. Yeah. Like, what, what fucking, what year is this? It's a VCR. They haven't made those since the late 90s. They haven't been produced. This was the 90s. But it, okay, so I never. This got was ninety seven. Of course, how did you not get that? Didn't you see the cloves? No. And get the references. But also, he pulled a small cell phone out of his crotch in the beginning scene. Like, yeah. he couldn't have a cell phone that size in ninety seven. No, it would have been a big, no. big brick. No, well, that's true. But it it's wouldn't have to had be. a cell phone that that size I mean, that could fit. In. No. So I mean, other than a couple of references like a VCR, what clues us into that it's the nineties? 
Well, yeah. I th- so because it could be any time. I don't know. I felt like the clothes were more nineties. I which also I feel like is coming back now. But I just assumed it was the nineties. The movie came out in the nineties. I just figured it was yeah. the nineties. This is not like, you know, this. Let's be real. The steel mill was not closing in last year in <laughs> Buffalo. It's been closed for a long time. Well, I don't know that. I don't live in Buffalo. I know. But I don't know. I'm not from Buffalo. Okay. That was kind of a weird choice, too. It needed to be like an out-of-the-way place. They chose a place like Buffalo because there's no other options for them to work. The steel mill was probably a really good job. It, you know, it's akin to, like, the auto factories, right? Like. Right. That's where people can live and work. But if you close those auto factories, then those people have nowhere to work for miles and miles and miles. Mm -hmm. And that was the same thing here. They picked an out-of-the-way place like that so that that could be a big problem. Like, it would be a big problem if a major employer like that shuts down in a small town. Right. And people with limited education and options, they don't have a lot of places to go. Except the other thing that clued me in was 950 an hour. Huh. Well, no, I, 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 get, uh, I guess and no. The federal minimum wow. wage is Holy still seven twenty five listed on most most Wow, OSHA that posters. was a jump in like stop. you read about. Stop. I got a little blood coming down stop. right here. I'm just saying. Stop. No, I mean, no, there are different parts of the country. Like, we're, what, 16 or whatever the hell it is yeah, now over here? But, but it's definitely down, like, you know, in Flo- down in Florida, things like that. They're, they're lower. Yeah. It's lower. So that that didn't that did not clue me in. No. <laughs> well, no. Okay. Well, there was our Florida contingent, but um, but no, I just that that didn't clue me in at all when it came to that because I think it's, I think you're right. I think placement, like you said, in Buffalo where there's maybe not as much opportunity, the placement now makes more sense. But time wise, it almost feels like it could be any time. You know what I mean? Like right now. You know, it's it's tough in 2023 for people. Things are shutting down all over the place. And, pe- you know, the, the pandemic was tough. And it shut down a lot of businesses because it, people, you know, and now, like, goods are really hard to come by. You know, and they're more expensive. So, you know what I mean? But not in the same way that it was then. Like, I remember things like this happening. Mm-hmm. I remember things like this happening. So you're saying things like this don't happen anymore? I think that a lot of the factories have already been shipped overseas right or outsourced that was a big problem when in the 90s so it doesn't happen in the early, i'm not saying it doesn't but okay. i think that lots of things like this <coughs> these were some of the first things to go not okay. like you know that's that's what clued me yeah. in like this kind of stuff was some of the first stuff to go right so it's you know it it was a long time i don't know the tanning bed in the home made me feel like it was it was a little bit earlier than maybe 2020 um and the vcr comment but other than that you wouldn't be pulling like a tiny little cell phone out of your g-string yeah in 1997 those things were bricks yes they were they were huge i i forgot about that but i that was whatever but i i just assumed it was it was in the 90s all of that said 90s to me and the guy's buffalo bill starter jacket by the way classic 90s there we go there we go. Our resident sports expert. That's why we bring Amy aboard. <laughs> She's got the sports stuff covered. Someone's got to know. It ain't going to be me. <laughs> and true words were never spoken. There you go. Awesome. What else? Talk to me. Let's um, do this. So I think that although we may not have liked um, Jerry's character, Jared, mm-hmm. Zerilli, is uh, he had a great voice. 
Yeah. I love it. I love a tenor. He had a really, really you do impressive. You love yourself a good tenor. I do, in fact. He had a really, really great voice. Um, I, I, you know, I enjoyed, I enjoyed listening to him, and I thought um, James Fairchild too sang very well. There were moments where I wasn't sure that he was going to, but um, he did. Uh, Dave. Gotcha. Dave. Just want to give everybody good credit. Yeah, Dave Buchan, Bukanski. Bukowski. No. Let me see it. Point. Thank you. Bukatinsky. Bukatinsky. Thank you. <laughs> Georgie Bukatinsky from down the floor. Bukatinsky. Maybe Bukatinsky. Maybe Bukatinsky. Bukatinsky. I know they said it a few times, but that's a mouthful. We also have um. The actor that played Nathan um, was Kurt Von Trapp in the summer performance of The Sound of Music. Oh, did really? did a very, very good job. Yeah. Yes. He said it in his little bio. Oh. Well, that. You got to read it, Amy. You got to crack a book once in a while. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, my three God. of us who's actually read a book this year. I know, I know, I understand. Rude. Master's degree. So, <laughs> Oxford and Harvard. Mind the you. same year. The same year. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's awesome. Malcolm McGregor, too. Brandon Jacob Smith. Brandon Jacob Smith. Mm-hmm. His voice was lovely. Yeah. Yeah, it was impressive. so many wonderful performances. There, this, this scene at the end with Malcolm and Ethan uh, was very touching at yes. the funeral when they come together. Yeah, that, that's, let's not go too deep into the funeral. We don't, need, we don't need that out of me tonight. We'll talk about that offline. Sure. It was, I don't know, I, I think it was definitely different than I thought it was going to be, in a good way. Yeah. I really, like, I you know, it says the musical will make audiences laugh, cry, and do a little soul-searching and tug on their heartstrings. And I think that it absolutely does that. I think it does all three, absolutely. It definitely, it, I definitely laughed a lot, as much as I've ever laughed, probably, at one of these shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't cry, I have to say. I got a little misty at one point. but it Yeah, I got misty during the funeral scene, but that was about it. Yeah, and soul searching, I think so, mm-hmm. maybe. But tug at my heartstrings, absolutely, all of it. The marital problems, the things. I mean, I remember as a kid when there were times when there were downturns and worrying if my dad wasn't going to have a job and seeing my mother and, you know, the stress that it put on them. So a lot of that was really like, oh. And my dad never did, like, lose his job. We were always very, very lucky. Right. And you know we were able to always yeah we went out. we went through that time yeah, for a while we too we were always able to figure it out but <coughs> I remember that I remember what it was like being a kid with that yeah and it was not pleasant um, and so you know I think that you know definitely brought me there um, pulled on my heartstrings in that way and then just you know when you see people struggling in their marriage or you see like you know I've definitely said to you I'm your wife you have to talk to me right you know and I think you've gotten much better at that but that also like. You know, that yeah. pulled at me. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. I have never laughed so hard as laughing by watching Marco watch the song Big Black Man. That was... And it's my favorite one. And it's his favorite one. I know. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something about it. It was a... Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was a wonderful. tour de force of, of singing. And it was wonderful. It was incredible. I, I Again, it, it just shocked the hell out of me. The whole time, uh, what they were in the best way, in the best, oh, in the in absolutely best way. Best way. I mean, that is saying something. Uh, my jaw hit the floor. That is saying something because you are not easily shocked. No, I'm not. Um, my jaw hit the floor. My eyes were like bulged out of my head. 
because I couldn't believe it was going like my hand I did one of those hand on the side of your face like oh my god yes, am I really did. watching this right now yes you did and it was awesome it, mostly because like I said I didn't expect it yeah you know, I didn't know that the, the show was going to shock me like that you know what I mean so that was uh, that was quite a pleasant surprise I have to say well I'm you know I think I'm glad you were very you were very open to it like you you just stayed there and you continued to watch and you, you have to be open to, to go in. see this show you you can, in a good way to the experience otherwise it's not going to I don't think that it's going to come across unless you're open to the actual like the vulnerability that the characters are bringing to their roles it's not going to seem as genuine you have to go in with an open mind and be willing to sit there like in their vulnerability with them and maybe not feel as comfortable as you normally would if you were watching a movie and I think that that's okay and that's part of the charm of theater that's what having something like that happen live in front of you that's the best part yeah and you, you can't be a prude going to watch this show no you can't you've got to be open to it and you got to wait get, fully experience it and you know be open to the experience that's going to come at you because it comes at you hard. And they don't pull any punches. They do not pull any punches on this one. And I was so happy for that. So, there it is. Definitely one of my one of my favorites of the season. Um, the shock value. Uh, I thought the performances were great overall. I liked the songs uh, and the comedy for me because you know me, I'm a comedy guy. The comedy for me was one of the best. There was some good comedic shows. Like We had some good comedy in some of these shows this year. This one, to me, was the top. This one had the most comedy in, in all of them, I think. And not just the innuendos, but also the physical comedy, too. Like, using their bodies just, like, to just portray things. Like, the guy, like, the character Ethan, like, running at the wall. Mm-hmm. The entire time. How many times did that poor bastard run across the stage? He's got the most physical performance out of everybody. Oh, my God. Oh my God yeah. Running from one side to the other. These just, are the walls I need. He's like, don't Start you dare. Don't even think about running on my walls. He's running across the stage, up the thing, and then the crash. Oh, my God. That was hysterical. It was like almost like a family guy moment where, like, mm-hmm. like is this, like, on? it's on a verge of taking it too far, doing it too many times, but then they didn't. And it was perfect it was magical just to watch him do that and he was so exuberant to try to do this wall trick which we never do get to see by the I know. way I know. we never get to see i thought i thought me- yeah it is it absolutely is it's it's like one of those tv shows like frazier where you never get to see niles's wife you know what i mean you never get to see maris and like that's part of the charm and i think if at some point you got to see her it would have ruined it because they built it up in your head of what she looks like, how thin and frail and tiny and whatever she, and minuscule she was, you're not gonna find a real person like that. that you know what I mean? Who's healthy enough to do a performance? That it would have been, it would have paled in comparison to how she they built her up over like what 11, 12 seasons. So same thing. Like he built this up to the whole show to see him try to do this wall trick would have just paled in comparison to how funny it was. Absolutely. When he keeps turning around, then he does the, then he does, he falls backward and flips over. That was funny. I know. Well, like was, a dead fish. Yeah, that was great. That was a lot of extended, um, not extended, but like just really great comedic timing. Yeah, yeah, the pratfall was pretty awesome. Yeah. I like that. So there it is. All right, what would you uh, would you say? Is this is a go see? Oh yeah, absolutely. I would go see it again too. Oh definitely. 
But you got to be open to the experience. Yep. Are you bringing, uh, who are you bringing if you go see this again? You're obviously going to bring me. I get that. But, like, if you were just average person, who would you, who would you bring? Would you bring a date to this one? Would you bring? I would bring a date to this one. Yeah. Or I know Samantha might disagree with me. I'd bring my mother. I think she'd enjoy it. So the two of you are going alone. I got it. Okay. That's fine. Mike did say if you want to bring the moms back, he'd hook us up, get us, you know, get us some good seats. He'll take care of us. You know what I mean? We'll talk about it. Yeah. Get us, get us over there. Yeah. Reach out. All right. Yeah. So the next next one we're looking forward to is Elvis. Yes. Elvis. We got a full house on that one. Yeah. That is going to be amazing. What's the Elvis dates on that one? Who's got the uh, Who's got the program open? Thirty first to the November twelfth, October thirty first. So Halloween night. Yeah. To November twelfth. So look forward to our review on November first because yes. we should go the second night, uh, and then after that, of course, they re- they're starting. They go to Christmas Carol from December seventh through the twenty third. Yes. That's gonna be a big one. We're gonna we're taking everybody to that one. Yeah. And, and Mike's gonna be there for the review on that one. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I believe we're going Friday the eighth. Yeah, and we'll do a we'll do a podcast on the on the ninth, mm-hmm. on Saturday. We'll record then with Mike and everybody. It's gonna be huge. Um, so all right, so this one, obviously, the full Monty. Give me the dates. Give everybody the dates. The full Monty is from September twenty sixth through October eighth. And tickets are on sale at North Shore. So it's NSMT dot org. Or by Calling 978-232-7200. Excellent. Don't be afraid to check them out online. Check out their social media. It's awesome. It's really cool to see when they do, like, the actors take over the Instagram. Yeah, they like do that. a really nice job they with do, that. They I do a really that. good job. So definitely like them on Instagram uh, and you know, Facebook and all that sort of stuff. But definitely get, you know, get up on their um, newsletter. Definitely check, you know, get yourself on the newsletter and uh, get a season tickets, really. Yeah. That's really where it's at. You know, I have to say, I always look forward to it, and I always enjoy yeah. every show we go to. Yeah, we met that couple behind us, the 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 ma- the, the, the the gentleman, super nice guy. His uh, I wish I got his name. Reach out to him. His uh, mom had passed away a couple years ago. She had been going for forty years. Yeah. He said mm-hmm. she was a season ticket holder, and then she passed him on to him. Yeah. Um, but of course, then the COVID had hit, so he wasn't able to go until like last year. Uh, so yeah, was I think amazing. she had bought the tickets and yeah. then she'd passed. And right. so and they then, use them. Right. And now they couldn't go because COVID and things like that. So yeah. now they're starting to use them and he was loving. So, uh, reach out to him. And that was, that was pretty awesome to meet mm-hmm. some really nice people at the show. So, all right. As always, thank you, Sam. You're welcome. Thank you, Amy. You're welcome. All right, everybody. This is Entertainment Rants at EntertainmentRants.com. Check us out online. Leave us a review on uh, the Apple Podcast. And if you have seen The Full Monty, let us know what you thought of the show. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go see it. All right? Yeah, Check out North Shore sure. Music Theater if you're in the Boston, Beverly area, wherever, anywhere near Massachusetts and like that. Go see The Full Monty. We highly recommend it. We'll be back next week with a uh, with the regular ranters. Um I don't remember offhand what we're going to be talking about. I should go and watch whatever it is, but it's going to be something from. Well, it's I th- we're doing us. We're still on our our. Um, what was our back to school? I think so. Even though it's we're heading into October. You want me to remember? Yeah, we we started like back to school stuff, and then we kind of like we missed last week. I have to apologize. Michael wrote us a letter too. Michael wrote me a note. We did miss last week, so I got to uh, just apologize for that one. Everybody's life kind of got ahead of them, so we had a dark week last week. And um, but we'll be back on regular now, starting uh, today. So thanks everybody for listening. Go out there and uh, check us out online, and keep on running. We're gonna say hashtag Let's Rant. 
Hashtag let's rant. Bye, everybody. Go. 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 Go.